the 90s, the last great decade. These are the stories of Geek on a Leash, their ongoing podcast to bring back the nostalgia, to seek out like-minded geeks in pleather pants, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Well, for at least the past 30 years. Oh, you're, oh, okay. Hey, 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 Ben. I, I would have sent you an outline, but uh, I know the whole reading thing is still kind of an issue. <laughs> Ouch. I'll be, I'll be right there. I just have to find some books. I got you got to find some what? Books. Books? Books to make this work. Butts? Mm, Sound like butts. Yes. He's got to sit on them like phone That's books. Right. I'm too short. Hey, Brenda, your mic, can you point it up to the camera one more time so I can see your gain? Because you're just a loud person to begin with, so it's just like really... Okay, so do you just need me to not scream into the mic is what you're telling me? David, do you want to see my gain too? <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. It's right here. <laughs> he, sound, he sounded like Chris Farley. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, oh, Richard. Richard. <laughs> that was intentional. Sinner. <laughs> You know, I think it's time, David, that you and I jump in the DeLorean and go back in time. It's the 80s, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was Yeah, 80s. yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Let's just scratch that. Let's get your book fair, Pizza Hut, and, uh, you know, what's it called? It wasn't book fair. It was called Book It. Was it called Book It? Yeah, it was called Book It. Man, I don't even remember. We've done a lot of interesting things with Geek on a Leash. Uh, we've talked about different movies. We've talked about video games. We've talked about some of the memories we have and TV shows we grew up with. But I feel like the 90s in general is such a big topic. And there's just so much that I think that doesn't even translate to me anymore from now today, from how we watched movies to, you know, the things that we did, uh, even how we watch TV, everything that we do today, it's 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 completely different. And uh, I don't know, man, I, I, I've i got a lot of good memories and I sat and thought about it the other day is if we kind of focus today and let's just talk about what we used to do. Let's talk about how we used to party on our weekends or the, the dumb stuff that we got into. Let's talk about a good old fashioned 90s weekend. What do you think, Dave? Want to go down that lane with me? Take me there, John. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it all the way. And I've got some friends here to help me. So couple of friends tonight talk to us about the 90s. As is tradition, we have J1 returning and his expertise, knowledge, and love for fact-finding. We've also got uh, Bree. And then we actually, we're going to do something a little different. We're, uh, we're actually going to bring in another one. Uh, we have a uh, chill penguin. He's got some interesting insight of some of the fun things that we used to do. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, gentlemen and David. Welcome back. Am, am I allowed to speak now? Dad, that's up to Daddy David. <laughs> so sorry. I don't. I don't know why I'm here. I'm just gonna drink this tequila and have a good time. During the '90s, even when the '90s ended, chill, you still couldn't read. Isn't that funny? I knew it would come up. He was all like, he said, "Hey, you want to be on the podcast again?" And I was like, "Are you gonna talk about me not being able to read?" He's like, "Nah, don't worry about it." I was like, "Nah, it's gonna come up. It's gonna come up." 
It's cool. Nah, don't worry about it. I mean, I was a child. There was so much visual media in the late 90s, though. It's okay. I mean, really good stuff. We're going to talk about a lot of it today. They had that sap button on the TV. No, that, that was Spanish, David. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's your department. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Wow, okay. Espanol. <laughs> I think if I remember the weekends, it was, it was getting out of school on a Friday, and like they used to have these carts where they'd sell candy, and I would like scrounge up as much change as I could from my house so I could load up, and then I would like run home, and I remember like they'd have after-school special shows, and uh, I would watch... Um, these like goosebumps and whatever the TV show until my parents got home. And then usually on the weekend, we all kind of hung out. And the first thing we did was uh, we'd go to Blockbuster. I don't know if you guys uh, remember getting a Blockbuster and how, how wild that was back in the day. Yeah. You know, that was a staple of a Friday night. Absolutely. Um, and for us, it was always like a family, a family affair. <laughs> and so everyone would... <laughs> I'm just thinking of you and your family there. You're like the one that wanders off. Well, I'm going to go to the smut aisle right now. Ooh, right there. Oh. They already knew. Oh, mom, I didn't, I didn't know. I, no. I got lost, you know? No, I was actually in the, in the, the smut aisle for my mom. But, you know, anyways. <laughs> wow. I've, I've digressed. Is it this one, mommy? Oh, okay. This one, it has captions. <laughs> Dude, it's good for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Blockbuster. That was that was the thing to to do. Everyone would like immediately scatter, go get your movie and then, you know, we inevitably have a war as to which one we're going to rent cuz you know, you only had like 7 days or something. But back what I remember about especially like San Antonio back in the early 90s, um, you know, HEBs were everywhere. That's the big grocery store down there and they had HEB Video Central. And that was the big competitor. So before San Antonio got cool in the early 90s, Video rentals were all about Video Central. And Blockbuster came in, you know, after a while, and you had Hollywood Video that came in. I think they eventually bought the HEB brand. Um, but yeah, man, there's nothing like driving 25 minutes, you know, to a store and looking for the movie you like and finding out they don't have it and then looking for that other movie you wanted and they didn't have that either. So because you haven't seen any movies in like three weeks, because that's you know they're all the, that's all there is. You you know you you pick out oh I don't know little monsters or something and get in line and you know like you said there's your overpriced raisinets and uh, you know your your dusty bottles of Sprite and that's pretty much everybody's dreams Friday night right there. So yeah, now I I I, uh, I remember more about uh, especially living out in the country like we did more of those little tiny video stores. You remember those places that were like basically like a trailer. That it was like a little mobile home out in the country, and they had like thirteen or fourteen VHS tapes you could rent. And this was still in the nineties, so that's how you know it was bad. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was uh, that was interesting. But yeah, Blockbuster, it's an interesting place for sure. Wait, I want to hear more about these trailers. <laughs> oh, you don't know about Bulverde? Oh man, it was yeah. So basically, because because it was like a good thirty minutes outside of the city, you'd have these little mom and pop shops that would pop up, and and this was before DVD. But I mean, we're talking very early nineties, and they had VHS, and they would have like you know two aisles basically it was all it was, and it was inside a little trailer, and you'd you'd have your little card, and they'd write your name down, and you'd pay I don't know two ninety nine for a movie, and you got three days to to watch it, and 
They actually even had some Sega Genesis games for it and things like that, which was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Now Blockbuster. I mean, Blockbuster, if if they had followed the mom and pop shop, they would still be in business today. No doubt. You know, uh, that reminds me, Jeremy, I, I got to ask, was anyone else petty like back in the day when you would get there for the fourth time in a row and your movie wasn't there? So you'd be like to the 18 year old kid behind the counter, be like, hey, dude, go check that return box and make them sift through it. To see oh, no, you know, it's so movie. true because you'd be standing there in line with the movie that you didn't really care for. And then you see someone drop one in the drop box and you're like, oh, could you check on that movie? What movie is that? And they're like, oh, yeah, hold on. You know, I remember, too, like, one of the coolest experiences for me is I really, really, really wanted uh, my own console. And my parents, like, wouldn't buy me one. But um, Blockbuster actually rented out uh, consoles at one point, And I, I was able to rent a Nintendo 64. And I think, like, I snuck it into my room. And I played that thing all weekend until, like, 4 in the morning until my parents were like, if we buy you one, will <laughs> Ma- you Made you feel sleep? like a rich kid for a little while, right, John? <laughs> I know. He was so, so privileged. He was. It was like, pretty cool. Oh, privilege. I'm there with you, though. I remember renting consoles. So, chill, Penguin. You there still? Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to speak again? Hold on, hold on. Not waiting. yet, not yet, not oh, yet. Okay. I'm still talking. Hold on. Daddy's talking. Hold on. So, um, like we established earlier, in the 90s, you were still making doo-doo in your diaper. You still didn't know how to read by the end of the 90s. But do you recall going to a Blockbuster video? Yeah, so my mom actually worked at Blockbuster Video. No way. Was, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. So I remember like going to pick her up with my dad and uh, and like running around the aisles and causing mayhem and picking up like every piece of candy and wanting that one. Like I was a terror. Like off the floor? No, like I was like going to the shelf and being like, can I have this one? Can I have this one? Can I have this one? And they'd be like, no, put it all down. And I'd look at her coworkers like, I'm cute, right? You buy me a piece of candy? Does anybody, does anybody remember like standing behind, behind those people that just found out that their kid had like racked up like $67 in late fees. Those are always the best, man, seeing those people freak out. You have $20 in late fees. How did that happen? Well, you know. <laughs> they, there's always somebody arguing about their late fees because they're just irresponsible and not turning in the, the stupid VHS tape on time. Especially when they didn't even get to watch it. That was the best. Well, if you didn't go to Blockbuster and you didn't have money to go to Blockbuster because you had to pay all those late fees that you racked up. So what did you do? You watch TGIF on ABC. TGIF, my goodness. Yeah, so um, this, if we remember, this was on ABC. It was like a programming block, basically, what they did, and they called it TGIF, which originally was intended to mean, thank God it's Friday. But then, do you all remember how then it suddenly like changed, and then it stood for, thank God it's funny? Do any of y'all remember that? No, no. I don't remember that. Okay, they did. They did. So it just very started. Effective marketing campaign by ABC, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. A well, it really a little factoid for you. No, I really was because I think it was just back in two thousand and three. I want to say that that ABC like received the rights to that like TGIF brand. Basically, is what it did. So it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty effective, but. Um, I was trying to recall 
because uh, I feel like I did both, right? I would go to Blockbuster, but we watched the movie after we were done with our TGIF shows. And there were so many good shows on there. Like some of my favorite were um, Family Matters, Step by Step. And it, it actually started like in the late 80s and it ran like towards the early 2000 and then it stopped and then they tried to revive it again. And it came back actually like a couple of years ago and then at 2019, yeah, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. So those are some of my favorite shows. No, yeah, there there were some good shows. Yeah, I think like uh, you mentioned that it started probably in the late 80s. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it started with like the Perfect, Perfect Strangers. I think it was yeah, one of the shows Belky. maybe that was on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you had Step by Step. You had uh, Family Matters. You had Boy Meets World. I think it was one of them. Uh, Don't talk about Topanga that way, David. Ah, uh, all of you men, uh, just obsessed with Topanga. Bree, to be fair, you gotta admit there was a part of you that got woken up inside of you when you first saw Topanga that you didn't know was there. <laughs> My husband is obsessed with Topanga to this day. That's why I'm like, ugh. So interesting thing about the '90s sitcoms, um, something that we don't have as much of anymore. But uh, everybody is a big fan of the laugh tracks, right? What laugh tracks? You know, laugh tracks. Yeah, so that's that is that is the quintessential cheesy '90s like shtick. Um, what's funny is that it wasn't until 2019 that the last major sitcom that employed a laugh track went off the air, and that was Big Bang Theory. So they've been sticking around with this for a while, but oh, um, laugh tracks, <laughs> yeah, laugh tracks, you know, yeah. So yeah, a lot yeah. of shows later on, well, like I Friends. Mean, you said the word together so fast, laugh tracks, laugh tracks, laugh tracks. Laugh tracks. Laugh At tracks. first, I thought you said love tracks, and I love was like, tracks. are we talking about yeah. smut no. again? No, no. <laughs> jeez, Jeremy. Yeah. So that that's something that like was uniquely '90s. Was was every comedy show had a stupid like canned laughter? Interestingly enough, a lot of that came from recordings of the red skeleton audience for you really old listeners out there dinosaurs was another tv show <laughs> they listen to podcasts too david come on <laughs> older listeners we really appreciate you i just want to take a moment to say if you ah, figured out how to turn on your computer ah, and uh and, you and use your cell phones congratulations and like and subscribe on your preferred podcast channel which is probably napster jeremy that's 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 not happening because they're still trying to program their VCR. <laughs> you laugh, but we'll be there soon enough. <laughs> the, you know, I thought it was, it really shows you how, how different life is now, but the demographic of who would watch TGIF span from like 18 year olds to like late 40 year, year olds. Is that, did I say that properly? <laughs> I don't know if I did, but again, you see how it would bring the family together and you know, everyone would sit down and watch that. Um, and then, you know, not going back to Blockbuster, but same thing too, right? It would bring the family together because nowadays anyone, you know, goes into like different rooms and watches different um, streaming services. You couldn't do that. Everyone had to just watch the same, you know, movie or show. So, well, yeah. And also back then, no one really owned more than one or two to televisions in the household you know? yeah only one was worth watching right you know exactly the other one was a yeah yeah and your parents bathroom that's weird 
the worst is like when you had to take a wicked deucer and like the commercials came on. So you held it on. And then by the time you got to the bathroom, you didn't even hit the seat. It just came out of you and you're going as fast as you can. And then you just start hearing in the other room, like the music start back on your show and you're like trying to force everything out. And then you give yourself a hernia. You just, you just threw the shampoo, shampoo bottle and ran. You didn't even finish (laughs) reading the shampoo bottle, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's how archaic we were. We didn't have fancy phones. We couldn't watch anything. We just had to read the back of, like, shampoo bottles. And I couldn't even read half the words on there. You know, Chill Penguin can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Words are hard. It's all good. I chose to be here. It's fine. So, Saturday, John. Saturday was probably key, right, to a good weekend? That's prime real estate, bro. You get to sleep in, and that's when you knew, like, if anything was going down, it was down on that day because you could yeah, stay up also late. You that had bragging night. rights if you had a good Saturday, right? Good Saturday night. Go to school on Monday. Tell your friends, like, uh, guess what? Well, I what did, did you on Saturday? Uh, I play Nintendo again. Yeah, oh, what you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but no, Saturday was key, my friend, and I think we all. At the pregame, I mean, we always pregamed before the main event, and a lot of us started off at the mall because you got to get your outfit ready for whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah, I don't think I've been to the mall since the nineties. <laughs> well, yeah, once once Montgomery Ward's closed down, I was like, "What's the point?" You know? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we went to the. I think we went to the mall though for a small circle of things like back in the nineties. Right. So obviously you would go for like stuff that wasn't common around your store. So like suits from like Dillard's or whatever you would go for, um, novelty stuff, electronic stuff, you know, cause outside of that you had radio shack, but they had more specialty shoot stores. Yeah, you know, you had like weird like types of stores that you could get to. Like, I mean, I remember like Hot Topic being big. Um, there was like skate shops. Um, then you would also go because they would have different like specials and sales, right? And so on certain days, you would go there for all sorts of like. So in Dallas, we had the Galleria, and you know everybody went there on Christmas time because they had all the specials. And they had a big ice skating rink in the middle of it. So, you know, you could take your 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 friends you were trying to impress, the ladies maybe, and show them how bad you couldn't ice skate. I, uh, I've never eaten it more in my life right than ever, on an John. ice You probably rink. did that on purpose to get on the but, um, ice rink with them. And, oh, yeah, I totally can't skate. Whoa. And your hands went all, you know, got happy <laughs> hands everywhere. Whoops. Well, why do you think I took you ice skating the first time we hung out? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, some funny stores. Uh, I was trying to remember back then. Uh, there was, you know, Spencer's is still around. So Spencer's back then was more of a more of a club type of uh, store, right, Jeremy? Like the club get up and everything like yeah. that. That's where you found all those weird like polyester shiny shirts and. <laughs> yep, like from at the Roxbury. Pants. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, now it's, it's just like a weird, like, toned-down head shop, basically. That, weird, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Really weird. Um, there was another one, like, uh, there was always, like, Walden Books. That was the bookstore back then. Um, I mean, in, in San Antonio, I mean, the mall we went to was called North Star Mall. So um, there was, Journeys was really big back in the day over there. That's where you got your Doc Martens. You went to Journeys. 
They're still around, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. They still look like they did in the 90s. They There was another store that was like a game store. It was called like uh, Babbage or Babbage's. 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 Okay, yep. okay, yes. That's it. There was that. And then, you know, there was the uh, in North Star Mall, they had Fast Forward, was more like a surf slash skate shop. Another shop I remember going to was uh, always Sunglass Hut. Love Sunglass Hut. Got to get those Oakleys. Brenda, did you do you recall going anywhere? I was too poor to go anywhere. <laughs> so weird meeting poor people, isn't it, David? Claire. <laughs> All right. No, but Claire's. Claire's was a, a store that, I don't know, have you guys ever heard of Claire's? Is like costume jewelry. I think they might still be around. My wife worked there for a while, and that is one of the only stores we still have in our little rinky-dink mall in Podunk, Virginia. We have a Claire's and, oh, get this, y'all, we have an FYE. Talking about 90 stores. Oh, yeah. Bringing it back. FYE. For your entertainment. That's right. So you guys may or may not remember when North Star Mall had an Oshman's. Oh. And the you Oshman's know what? Jeremy, was Jeremy, downstairs. Whole, downstairs. That's right. Downstairs. Jeremy. The whole bottom. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, just, I want you to explain to Chill Penguin because, again, he wasn't even walking in the 90s. Tell him what Oshman's was. Oshman's was like Academy, except in this case, the Oshman's was down. You took the escalator down underneath the mall, like right in the center of the mall, and there was sports like glory everywhere. Everywhere you looked, it was like a department store for sports. I mean, it was just sports equipment. So it was basically like Academy, but it was underground. And that was the coolest thing ever because you got to ride the escalator down underneath the mall and you get in trouble from the Oshman's employees playing putt-putt with all the putters on the putting green. And that was a good 90s Saturday night right there. Saturday night or uh, during the day because, I mean, if you – Spent your whole day and night at the mall. Then don't judge me, David. Don't judge me. You were you were that guy. I mean, I mean, you could, you could. They had the food court with all the endless selections of Chinese, Wendy's, Burger King, Sbarro's Pizza, Sbarro's. Yes, it's the manifestation of crippling depression. That's what it's like. Chinese food from the food court. Well, you can't stay at the mall all day long, so you got to go somewhere. And there was a lot of different places I think a lot of us did. There was those days you went to the skating rink. Uh, so question for you guys. When you went to the roller rink, did you wear roller skates or did you wear roller blades? blades? Roller blades, blades or roller skates? Yep. Yep. Skates. I had to wear skates. They I actually went to a, a graduation, a graduation Sorry, go ahead, uh, party and it was at. I don't know if you guys ever went to, uh, I think it's called Rollercade off of Rocoletta and San Pedro. And they oh, still yeah. have the roller That's blades. that old nasty uh, roller rink. Yeah. It hasn't that. been remodeled. It still smells the same. And they had oh. roller blades. <laughs> Asbestos is a. Uh... It's like, it smells like teenage puberty. <laughs> uh... So, so like the opposite of a bowling alley then. If you go to the back of the building, Brie tagged the back of the building. She's like, Brie was here, and I kill you. I will. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there was also, what is it, arcades, those kind of places. Um, you know, you had 
entertainment centers that, that were kind of like similar to Dave and Buster's, but like in, in, in San Antonio, we had the uh, Malibu Castle. I think that's tore down now. But yep. Uh, yep, it's gone. But you know, fun fact: there was some arcades we went to back in the nineties, and uh, John's got an interesting story about one of them in particular that we always hit up all the time on San Pedro. Yeah, right by the airport. Yeah, it's not far from it. It's uh, San Pedro and. Uh, I don't think it's Isom. It's before that. I forget the crossroad. It's right over there by the gyms and the um, the the bar that's called um, the Crazy Ape. There's a little place called Diversions Game Room. Funny thing is, I we all went there for years, and it, it's I found out recently my uncle Mike on my wife's side actually owns it. Small world, um, but it's it's crazy to think about it too. Because like now you go to the arcade and there's a couple of novelty games. There's a couple of old school ones and they're fun to play. Like you know, but it's not quite the same. Uh, and I think that's because we we've, we've been spoiled. I mean, look at the technology we have between PC gaming, console gaming. It's it's evolved so much that you have some of the more fun stuff in the comforts of your own home. But growing up, we didn't have that. So you would like scrounge through like your parents couches you'd go through their car you would amass in this big jar of quarters and you would think you'd have a lot and then you would go to the arcades to actually play games that you couldn't even play anywhere else like the simpsons they had like a uh, it was like a 2d side scrolling fighting game that was like one of my favorite things and you couldn't find it anywhere else um there was also things like you know a lot of fighting games that you play against people and uh yeah, I just remember taking my quarter and slapping it on there and be like, I got next. And that, that was the lingo. And that was the whole, there was a whole culture of it. I mean, that's where kids would hang out aimlessly for hours. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I didn't know how you guys remember it, but to me, I would get all those quarters and they'd be gone in 30 minutes. And I was like, how did this happen already? <laughs> how else were you going to play X-Men with four of your friends at the same time? <laughs> on two yeah. screens i mean that is Classic that is game that is the penultimate arcade experience right X-Men there in my is opinion a very very good class i was a street fighter type of person i always play street fighter very big in street Fighter. i bet you suck at street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> look at you your face just screams i suck at we street played fighter. recently we played recently it didn't go da- down very well for david he blamed it on his controller didn't he <laughs> mortal kombat was my go-to I could play that for hours. But Jeez, do y'all man. remember a play a place called I think it was called Fantasia. Again, it's just local. Yeah, that was in uh, Central Park Mall. Yeah, it was yeah. in the mall. That's yep. where it was. The little wizard yeah, on the yeah. coins on the tokens. Yeah. 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 And you just rack up all those tickets, all those coupons, and go redeem them for something totally unnecessary. That you could have bought at Walmart for like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. It yeah. Yeah. Arcade for the best, man. I mean, I had so many great memories that was the other thing too is it wasn't just like arcades that were special i think going to the movies too um that was kind of my pre-gamer too you know you'd go there early and i remember playing all sorts of different games um you know obviously mortal kombat absolutely i remember when that came out virtual fighter uh that was its first like 3d fighting game and bro i mean I remember like the new ones that came out. It was always such a whip because like my the good games that everyone played was like a quarter. But if it was something extra special like Mortal Kombat or Virtual Fighter, it was fifty cents, and you're like, what a whip! Um, but we would start our day off like so. Like my parents would take us to the theaters, and then they would go and like as they're buying the tickets, like we were like screw waiting in line. We'd go play arcades. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean movie theaters were. I think 
a, definitely a big staple of the nineties, you know, and, uh, Jeremy, how would you, what was one way you would find a showing for a movie? Well, dude, I'd whip out the, uh, old San Antonio express news <laughs> and turn to the, uh, entertainment page and all of the show times for the whole week would be in there. Like for the whole next week, every theater would have their, their listings and stuff. And there was like a TV guide, but for movies and you could literally go in there and circle the times you wanted and talk to your friends and be like, all right, here's, here's the one we're going to go to. We're going to go see, you know, whatever, um, on Saturday night at, at seven o'clock. And, and so everybody would hope they all showed up to this, the right theater at the right time. And yeah, it was a totally different world right that right there. So, yeah, I remember that too. It was such a whip. It was such a whip because, like, you know, now you could, like, if you go online, it tells you where you're going to sit, how many seats are available at that time. You didn't know that. So you would just look at the times. And if you went there, they were like, sold, show sold out. And you're like, God. And so you either did one or two things. You compromised and saw something stupid you didn't want to see. Or you wasted time and went to go get something to eat and bought tickets for, like, two hours later. Then came back and played more video games or whatever it is. And I was such a beating though, because it would just completely shift your whole day's plans. But outside of the newspaper, we had eventually um, another way uh, to do that. Bree, do you yeah. remember? Uh, did you guys ever use movie phone? <laughs> movie phone, and I have a, quite the story for you. But yeah, that was where you would call that number, and it would tell you all the movies that Welcome were. Welcome to movie phone. Exactly. For English, and press one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can hear all the movies that are playing, the show times, all that good stuff. So my story is um, movie phone is actually the reason I am married today to my husband because... <laughs> was he the voice? Was he the voice? He was the voice. Nah. No. So, you know, this was the 90s. I was very young in the 90s. Not allowed to date. Um or talk to boys after like 7 p.m. But we got smart. And uh, at a set time, because there was no cell phones, right? So at set time, one of us would call movie phone, just listen to all the movies, and the other person would call. And so then thanks to call waiting, we'd switch over, no caller ID evidence, nothing. And we'd just talk all night, thanks to movie phone. Wow, that's pretty slick. <laughs> <laughs> so like if your parents picked up the other line you would just stop talking and they would think you were just listening to movie yeah. no so i would also have to go and like unplug the phones from their room and i mean we would set up a time at like midnight or 1 a.m when they were dead asleep and there was zero chance of them waking up that that is like an ocean's 11 level of like prep <laughs> to talk on the phone i'm like that is a heist movie in yep. itself right there. yeah yeah it was and Mm-hmm. That's son of that's why we don't have in. kids because we know what kids can do. <laughs> Our kids. <laughs> Did y'all ever go to one movie and then just move to another one after that one was done? Y'all never did that. Am I the only bad one? One thousand percent, I did that. No, no, no. So here's what we did, dude. All right. So let me ask if you did this. You'd have one friend go buy a ticket, right? And then he would go in the theater and then go open the back exit. So you'd sneak in, you'd watch your movie and then go and watch another movie until you got caught. And then some dude would like threaten to like call the police. At, at two o'clock on a Thursday, there are probably seats available. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I do love the convenience of being able to pick your seat, but I think that was also part of the excitement is 
like was already mentioned, am I going to get a ticket? And then run, go get your seats. And you had to be very strategic as to how many people went with you because there's no way that you're on opening night going to get like 10 seats in a row. Yeah. You know, and the trick was too, was that if you went with all dudes, like we didn't sit next to each other. We always had that space in between just in case if a hottie showed up Boom, <laughs> right there and right there. Yeah. Did that ever happen? No, it didn't. Yeah. I thought I ended up sitting next to you, David. I, I was saying, I remember though, what Bree's talking about too. I was like, I remember sweating my balls off in line on opening night for Jurassic Park. Cause like, that's the other thing too. So if a movie, it was like highly anticipated was coming out. It didn't matter if you called whatever, you just tried to beat everybody and waited in line like an idiot. And it's like a hundred degrees outside in Texas. So you're just like sitting there sweating and just miserable. And then you get inside and they're like, you look uncomfortable. Why don't you buy a bottle of water for five dollars? <laughs> yeah, man. And that was that was an opening night experience, dude. It, it was the worst. Because you'd be out as long as the movie took to watch, you probably were standing out in that line, if not long. Yeah, definitely. John, so let me ask you this. Or let me ask everybody. So who bought snacks or who bought brought them that's what i want to know i don't but now they have like alcohol and stuff and like gourmet burgers so now we buy them yeah (laughs) i sneaked that in too (laughs) all right so as an adult i buy snacks i will take my own drink in there but i'll buy like a large thing of popcorn and i'm i'm that difficult guy that's like hey fill it up halfway and then put butter uh, and then fill it oh, the rest of the way oh god come on don't, yeah, shit, don't spit in my popcorn i know i know i hope they spit in his popcorn <laughs> i'm watching them the whole time that's okay it wouldn't deter me but we would always sneak in whack things that are not sold at the theater and so it was a definite like taco bell yeah it would be like chicharrones burritos like what in the world <laughs> Do you sell these here? No? Then you guys don't do Crown of Coke? Okay, no problem. <laughs> pint of Crown. You get that Coke, half it up, Crown, fill up a little more. David, I don't think that was happening in the 90s. No, oh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Definitely wasn't happening in the nah. 90s. That was a good moral Ooh, child. Oh, dude, bringing Whataburger? Oh, man. Stuff some Whataburgers in your, your pocket. That's a, that's a Texas staple. Yo. They just built a Whataburger where I live. Where do you live? Uh, Georgia. It's Then it's not a Whataburger. It's it's a husk of what should be a Whataburger. No, no, it was good. <laughs> and the last time I was in the Austin area, that one sucked. But this one was better. I'll say that. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, they're hard to find over here, though. I'll tell you, like, Tennessee has a couple, but... I've had really spotty experiences anywhere but in San Antonio with good old fashioned. Well, this one just opened, so like they're they're spot on right now at least. We'll see once everything kind of cools down. But yeah, that that first day it was like two hours to get. Cool. In do there, they man. do they show movies there? No. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we get back to the movie discussion. Yeah, probably. You know, <laughs> I was very excited. I was very excited about this. I've been waiting for a long Sorry, time. Sorry, man. I had to do it. Every time this poor kid talks, all everybody does is just gay. That's the only reason you. I'm here, and that's why I need the tequila to be on here. Why are you talking? We love you, man. We love you. I know. Know. It's fine. I feel like we should have a disclaimer. Like No Bens were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> People are like, hey, let me get the link to that podcast. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I, you're going to lose respect for me. 
I can, needless to say, it sounds like all of us were just terrible children <laughs> in the 90s, sneaking into movies, sneaking in snacks and alcohol. I don't know. Outside of that, there were some really, really good movies that we got to see in the 90s. And I think that they were iconic because they were trendsetters. Nowadays, I kind of feel like we're rehashing everything. We're doing remakes, whatever the case is. But the 90s had a lot of really good movies. Um, Chill, I know you're young, but let's, you know, you've got a the you most youthful, memorable brain of us all. So tell us something about the 90s that you saw that was memorable or iconic for you. Oh, man. Okay, so... If we're talking about movies, I mean, one of the ones I remember is the Batman and Robin movie. I think, oh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I remember uh, that Seal song, Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> no? It's no good? Still in the 90s, that's fine. Do y'all remember uh, Alaska about the about the bear? Oh, you're that kid. I am that kid. Stupid That's movie. right. All right. Free Willy. Do you remember Free Willy? That's ninety-three. <laughs> That's ninety-three knew, right I there. I, I listen, told you, listen. I told you. Oh listen. no. <laughs> I talked about. I talked about. I know two things. I know Zelda and I know Orcas. And I mean, come on. <laughs> Free Willy. So, Jeremy, memorable uh, movies that you saw at the movie theater in the nineties? Probably the most memorable for me would be like ninety-six. Um, was when Twister came out. Opening night at Rolling Oaks Mall. We were right there. We were running a little late, though, as we talked about. So the movie theater was packed. And so the only seats available were right smack on the front row, which sounds awful. And it really was. But it was so cool because the part, the scene where the tornado is tearing the movie theater apart, was so cool right there on the front row so like that that sticks with me that's a big memory from from uh from the movies from the 90s i mean lots of them like phantom menace obviously was another one that really like sticks out that was right at the end you know i was really expecting you to like talk about your experience of finding out what true love was when you watched the titanic in theater for the first no, time you know what I, he that's did? what i was he, expecting he, he, he watched off. romeo and juliet probably every day of the week yeah, and it's released. Yeah, that yes, that and sliding doors. That was another awesome <laughs> '90s rom com. Jeez. <laughs> Spoiler alert, David. He still watches it every day. I just want to say for our listeners, Romeo and Juliet sucked. Just saying. <laughs> we can continue. Don't defend it. You can't. There's no, no need. We're moving There's on. no we're need, y'all. Yep, yep. I don't. I don't even know what we're talking about. I forgot. But I think it's something about yeah. movies. That wine is kicking. That was awesome. Movies. 90s movies. In the theater. Remember the Indian in the cupboard? Yeah, Indian in the cupboard. At the theater. The theater. theater. Um, theater. Chill, like in the Chill theater, is like though. talking about all these like made-for-TV movies. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the theater. He wasn't allowed to go to the movie theater. <laughs> Do you all remember the Indian in the cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> you all remember Alaska? He was out there watching Ferngully <laughs> or Aladdin. You remember Ferngully? Bar- Barney? <laughs> <laughs> ben, we're going to invite you to a podcast where, like, you know, you know what we're talking about, and we're not just going to make fun of you. I promise it's going to happen. I knew about Zelda. Y'all still made fun no, of you me. You did. You did. You did. And so, for that, like, yeah, no, one of these days, you, we're going to bring you back for. Go ahead, say it. Okay. Dude, it's all good. <laughs> what about, what about, <laughs> okay, hold on. Waterworld? Y'all remember? 
Are you just reading from a list right now? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just pulling. Abuse. Uh, you guys, you guys remember just... Waterworld? <laughs> Batman Returns. Uh, they you know, all involve like, water, though. Free Willy, Waterworld. Like they all had whales. Of a teleprompter. <laughs> Was there orcas in there? Free Willy Two. <laughs> That's true. What kind of list would I be reading off of? These movies are so random. Yeah. Green. Yeah. Opening night of movie theater. Uh, Tell me. Man, I loved Independence Day. That was like one of the best. I must have seen that at theaters a thousand times. Jeremy can do a really good impression of what's that guy? The guy with the, the voice, the Oh, David. David. So <laughs> sue me, David. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's that actor's name? I forgot that. I don't know, but whoever he is, please don't sue me. Jeremy, you want to tell us a little bit about your new little spinoff series? Yeah, so some of us like to get weird. You ever ever like to get weird? So we're going to be delving into the nerdy side of uh, certain weird things, whether it be conspiracies, uh, unsolved mysteries, murders, cults. True crime, a little bit of everything, uh, just just to kind of you know explore the dark side of geekiness. So I'm going to be joined by Street Fox. Weston's going to be uh, a co-host on that. We're really looking forward to that releasing soon. So him him and myself will be uh, will be releasing Doctor Cox, sorry Detective Cox and Doctor Fox. We're still getting the title down, and uh, so you guys have that to look forward to. But uh, if you have anything you want to hear. Um, you know, specifically on that, you can hit us up on the same channels, uh, Geek Unleash Pod, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, all of the TikToks and the socials and all that jazz. Uh, as always, if you want to hear something specific, let us know, and we would love to consider discussing it possibly. And Bree, Bree's got a podcast coming up, I hear, and uh, I do. Uh, yeah, so it's called uh, Underrated Beauty. So, um, yeah, it's, it's basically me and one of my best friends, and we talk about the extraordinary lives of women as entrepreneurs and a bunch of our ridiculousness and acting like dudes because we both kind of are dudes at heart. Nice, nice. Well, there you have it. We got coming up in 2023, yeah, Detective Cox and Dr. Fox join Jeremy on that and- Get a little more insight to uh, the chill penguin on uh, the short leash here on Geek on Leash podcast and bring underrated beauty. Be sure to like and subscribe or don't. It's not like any of us are getting paid for this. We're fine. Wait, are you guys getting paid for this? Be kind.